the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. BamboohR.com. The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel. Oh, we gather, confess, we weep, we tremble. 
Welcome to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Ray Greenlee from the National Prayer Chapel. I take very seriously the privilege to come and proclaim the gospel of Jesus to you day by day. And it gives me great anguish and pain of heart when I discover that the words I've spoken either were not correctly expressing what I believe, or if I've stepped over a line and have not spoken correctly of the gospel, and I have at times done both of those, and I'm very grateful for godly men and women, friends, who come and hold me accountable. It was Zach Poon, the evangelist, who said, there are three great secrets to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Number one, humility. Number two, humility. And number three, humility. He's right. This is not a a one-man deal. It is corporate. So before we go to prayer today, I'm going to very quickly go through two things that I have made a mess of and try to give some clarity on what I really do believe. And then next Monday on the broadcast, I'm going to go more in depth with both. It doesn't help if I speak in ways that offend and cause people to say, that man's missing the mark. If I'm missing the mark, I need to know that. If I'm not, then it's up to the Holy Spirit to to teach each person. But there are two subjects that I've not done well with in the last week. The first, this question of working for a living. I applaud every man and every woman who goes faithfully to their job and performs it with excellence and integrity, but it's also their ministry. It is worship. I don't believe in compartmentalizing where I have my devotion time, I have my church time, and I have my work time. No, it's all unto the Lord. I want to read for you two passages of Scripture very quickly. The first is Matthew, the seventh, sixth chapter, beginning in verse 31. So never begin to worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we put on? For the Gentiles seek after these things. Now your heavenly Father knows that you need all of these things. But you must seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. 
and all these things will be added to you. So never begin to be anxious for tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for the things of itself. Sufficiency for the day is its own trouble. Now I want to turn to another passage of Scripture that makes even more clear to me what I'm trying to say to you about work. It's found in Ephesians, the fourth chapter. I'll begin reading with verse 11. In fact, he gave some apostles, pardon me, he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and teachers for perfecting of the holy ones for work of ministry. So my job on this broadcast is to prepare you with honest teaching of the word to perfect the holy ones for the work of ministry. That's your ministry. For building up the body of Christ until we all may come to the unity of the faith and the clear knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man, to a measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ that we may no longer be infants being tossed here and there by waves and being carried here and there by every wind of doctrine, by trickery of men with craftiness towards schemes of deception, rather speaking the truth in love that we may grow in him with reference to all things. He goes on to talk about the growth of the body of Jesus. It's very clear from these two passages of Scripture that I've shared with you that work is very important. But when you go to work, you are going in the name of Jesus if you are a Christian. That means that in that place of work, you find your place of ministry. My ministry is here on radio with the local congregation and with the men and women I interact with during the week as I'm in various places, counseling, sharing, teaching. But my work is to prepare the holy ones for their work of ministry. There's no division in Scripture between pastors and people. We are all one in Jesus. We have differing gifts, but the same responsibility. So, I left an impression, falsely so, that I did not believe that a person should work. Nothing could be further from the truth. I apologize for that false understanding if that's what you heard me say. We we go to the government office. We go to NIH. We go to the attorney's office. We go to the factory. We go to the mechanic shop. 
whatever we do, we do to the glory of God for our work of ministry. One brother who is a very fine mechanic said his work as a mechanic is his spreading of the net for Jesus. It gives him a way to interact with people and to share the gospel with them, and he does. And if they don't want to hear it, okay, he's not going to force it. But he recognizes that his work is worship. It is service to Jesus. So any impression that I have left for you that that I believe you should not work is utterly false, or any impression or any words I've used that have conveyed a meaning to you that I think pastors are superior to people in the body of Christ is utterly a misunderstanding and a poor use of words on my part. Your work is very precious to Jesus. And you do it to honor him, to glorify his name. You don't go there first for money. You go there first to be a servant of Jesus Christ. A friend who is just starting a new job. I was excited to hear him say, this is going to open up a whole new door of opportunity to witness for Jesus. Yes. Yes. So please, let's put that to bed. I'll talk more about that later. I want to move quickly to another topic. And that is, I apparently have left the impression that I am opposed to fathers leading their family in church service in their homes. During this COVID time, nothing could be further from the truth. Some of you have been unable, as I've spoken with you, to find an adequate church. And so you hold church in your home. And in so doing, several have told me that they are learning how to preach. I think that is in perfect alignment with the Word of God. And anything that I could possibly say that would give an impression other than that, that was my fault. And I was wrong. I am totally supportive and in favor of home church ministry. I think that's where the New Testament church really gained a foothold. Meeting in homes like Priscilla and her husband. Priscilla and Aquila. I'm not sure which was the man and which was the woman, but you hear what I'm saying. We hold church in our home. But let me tell you what my concern was, out of which I misspoke. And that was that too many times I've heard people say, we can go to the beach and We'll be at church on the beach, or we can go here or there. 
We can go to the woods. We can worship anywhere. It's true. You can worship anywhere, but don't call that church. Church is corporate. Somebody said to me, there's no such thing as a one-man ministry. No, it takes many. Well, there's not a one-man church either. Now, here's the key. And I failed to say this adequately. Many parents have been so desirous of giving their children every opportunity that they've enrolled them in dance classes. Nothing wrong with a child dancing. They've enrolled them in tumbling. Nothing wrong with tumbling. They've enrolled them in program after program after program to the detriment of their walk with Jesus. And so they are training them to be religious people who are pagan at heart, who love the world, who love the flesh. That causes me concern. Now, as as that comes to the church, and let's say a father is meeting with his family in their home on Sunday and calling that church, okay, but to be church, you're going to have to reach beyond your family. A church is not a mother, father, and children long-term. It's going and making disciples. It's inviting other people to come and be a part of that church. Now, I know of families that have met together for some time, and it's been very profitable for them and very helpful. And they've had a great deal of difficulty in finding other people who would like to come and be a part of that because they don't like the straight word that comes forth from these these fathers, these family men. I know that the, the three key elements of being a Christian is humility, humility, humility. And I have to come and say, I take very seriously this work of the gospel. It's my life. I take very seriously the privilege of speaking with you. I'm very grateful for your responses. And when I misspeak, you need to address that. So thank you. I've been very troubled by this. It has not stolen my joy because I know the promises of God are yes and amen. And I'm trusting him. All right, let's turn to prayer. I'll talk more about this next Monday as I've had time to pray more and think more about it. If you have any responses, you're welcome to email me or or send me a text message. Eight seven seven five three four zero seven eight zero. I invite you to pray. If ever there was a time to pray. Now is that time. We face 
a very, very difficult division in this nation where one side wants to go toward socialism and the nation has already drifted far, 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 too far left toward socialism versus the Constitution and every man being responsible for himself while helping his neighbor. Violence, destruction of property, is simply not the Christian way. I loved Martin Luther King saying, we will not resort to violence even if violence is done to us. We will simply stand and say things must change. I was a part of the Poor People's March many years ago where he spoke with power. Let's pray. 877-534-0780. Oh, Lord, I ask you to forgive me for misspeaking and not being clear with these precious men and women about what you've shown me in the scriptures. Lord, forgive me for my frailty, and I ask, Lord, that you would move in the hearts of men and women to pray for me. Lord, I love you with all of my heart, and I love these precious people. And I pray, Lord, for your Holy Spirit presence to make plain the gospel. Lord, and we're facing the most difficult of elections where decisions are being made that are either going to take this country into ruin and destruction or allow us some more time to proclaim the gospel of Jesus and call for reform in our land and a return to the godly principles that you gave us in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights For, Lord, our rights don't come from government. They came from you, Jesus. So, Lord, I plead today for your people in this land. Many are growing increasingly poor and not being able to make ends meet. Lord, I plead for your mercy for America. And I plead for a restoration of holiness in this land. I ask, Lord, for a standard of righteousness to be lifted up in this nation and in this land. I ask for pastors to rise up who will preach an honest and straight word from the scriptures. Lord, I I plead for the compromise of our nation to be shut down. Lord, I just come today and plead your mercy for America. And I plead for your divine power to move in this election. I pray that you will not leave us to ourselves, 
but you will step in with mighty power and deliverance. Lord, I stand by faith that you are who you say you are. And I rejoice in you, Jesus. I rejoice in your mercy and your kindness and your love. I rejoice in the word that is in the scriptures. Lord, you are my life. I have no life outside of you, Jesus. So I thank you today for brothers and sisters who don't grow angry and cut me off because of mistakes. I thank you for those who will speak with kind integrity and say, Pastor, you misspoke on this. You need to change it. Lord, I thank you for those brothers and sisters. And I pray now today that every unclean thing would be uncovered in this nation. I ask that you would give us as pastors backbones to stand firm, that you would give the people, the ministers of the gospel, those who are your ambassadors in every place of work, that you would give them strong backbones to stand up and say, no, that's wrong. Lord, don't let us be hidden away and shy, but make us bold testimonies of righteousness and cause us to live in holiness before you with humility. Lord, thank you. I bless your holy name. Well, we still don't have any calls. Mr. Producer, any calls coming in? 877-534-0780. I invite you to call and pray. This is your time. 877-534-0780. Would you call and pray for America? Would you call and pray for the church? Would you call and pray for the pastors? For me? 877-534-0780. Lord God, I bless your holy name. You have been so incredibly merciful and kind to this nation. We have lived in such wondrous, Lord, we lived in such wondrous peace and abundance. We need you now, Jesus. Pray in your name. Amen. Okay, we have a caller who would like to pray. Please. Are you there? Yes. Hi, please pray. Kayla. Yes, you're on. Please pray. Okay. Lord, I pray that you would move people to vote based on your word and the things that you value. Open their eyes to the truth. I pray that our president would follow you with all his heart. Yes. And that he would make wise decisions. 
leader countries. Use his choices to turn people to you. Thank you for the freedom that we have to share the gospel. And I pray that you continue to open the door for the gospel. I pray for revival in America. Give us boldness to stand against sin. I pray that we would be purified, that any corruption would be exposed, and lead many people to salvation. I pray for mercy on our country. Um, there might have to be judgment, but I pray that many people would repent. And I pray for my relatives that are unsaved, lead them to repentance. And I pray that you would be glorified through this election, and your will be done. Amen. Lord, I agree with my sister's prayer. Lord, I plead with you for revival in our nation. There's going to have to be a dramatic change. Regardless of who wins the White House, Lord, we're in trouble. Our economy's in shambles. Many have lost their jobs, many have lost their businesses. Many are hungry. Lord, we need you to come in mighty power now. I plead your mercy. I plead your mercy. Our phone number is 877 534 0780. That's 877-534-0780. Please call and pray. This is your time. Oh, Lord. I'm speechless before you. I pray for those who are listening today. I pray, Lord, for those who listen, that your spirit will move in great power in their hearts and that you will use them as ambassadors for your gospel. Thank you, Lord. We have another caller. Welcome. Please pray. Thank you, brother. Father, we come to you today in humble, we humble ourselves before your presence. Yes. Father, I ask you at this moment that you give me the ability to bring prayer before your presence in English, Father, because I never do so. Thank you, Lord, for our pastor, Ray Greenlee, which have been able to answer to the situations of people not understanding their his his teachings, Lord. Although I personally have understood everything 100%, I thank you, Lord, for this man that is fighting a battle. He's living for yourself. He's putting his life out so many can get to share the light that you have put in him. Thank you, Lord, for this so beautiful day, as we know that we are facing judgment in this nation. Yes. And 
much of it. I seriously believe, Lord, that you have raised a people for yourself that have cried out to you, that you have seen repentance like in Nineveh. Thank you, Lord, for you have hold your mighty hand over us. I ask you that any judgment that we receive like the West Coast by now, Lord, shall be for the building of your kingdom and not for destruction. Yes. I ask you, Lord, that our governors, our people in office will return to you, that they will turn their back to the scene and they will come back to you with integrity, with honesty, with clean hands and clean hearts, so they will be able to do the job that you have appointed them to do, because it is written that all authority come from you, Lord, people appointed by you to govern, to govern your people in righteousness and not in the way we are being governed, not only in the United States, but in the whole world. Today I was about to buy a Bible, and it comes from China, a country that has persecuted Christians. They have sold themselves for money because they don't even believe it. Let not that happen to us here in America, Lord. Yes. That we will get so sold to money that we will do even those things that we are not with a clean conscience before it. Yes. Thank you, Lord, for another day. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, brother. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor. Our phone number is 877-534-0780. We have time for you to call. Call and cry out for America, for our president, for this election. for the Congress, for the House of Representatives and the Senate. If ever there was a time to pray, today is the day. Would you humble your heart and pray? The Lord. The day of crisis is upon us. We will not survive without your mighty hand, your wing covering us. Lord, I plead that you would gather your church together under your wing, that you would rebuke our wickedness and restore us once again, that you would make plain to us the path that we are to walk as we lay our lives down for the service of you, Lord Jesus. Let us not be enamored by the, the wicked 
entertainment of our day. Lord, let us not be enamored by money or fame or passion or lust. But Lord, turn our hearts once more toward you and toward heaven. Lord, we ask for revival in America. We ask for revival in America. And Lord, I ask you to bless every home where they are meeting humbly before you to worship. And I pray that they will not be just to themselves, but that you would put a passion in the heart of every family to reach out to other families, to lost family members, mothers, fathers, brothers, sisters, uncles and aunts, that, Lord, every place your people have been scattered because of this COVID, Lord, would you cause the seed of righteousness to spring up in that household with an outreach of the gospel that will cause the church to explode in growth and righteousness and holiness. Lord, I plead for your mercy for our families, for wives and children and husbands. Lord, you are a glorious Lord, and you are coming again in great power and great authority. And Lord, I long to see your coming. Lord, may your will be done in America even as your will is done in heaven. Lord, let your will alone be done in this election. Overrule every power of darkness. Overrule those who stand for wickedness. Overrule those who stand with violence. Lord, let peace reign in our land, that the work of the gospel would not be hindered. Lord, come quickly in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yes, welcome. Welcome. Please pray. Hi. I do Hi. have a prayer for the nation, and... Um, I hope it's um, in line with what you like. And here's the prayer. Thank you. Lord God, bring our nation back to you, for we cannot thrive, not even survive without you. Yes. Change angry, bitter, judgmental hearts into wise, just, and loving souls across your great country. Let us unite on your moral and hallowed ground. Let us honor the foundation our forefathers built, and let us never forget you, never reject you, yes. and never again offend you. Yes. Oh, God, in your all-loving grace, heal our, our hearts and our country. Let us once again proclaim truthfully 
one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. In your loving Son's name, Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. Amen and amen. Amen. That was a prayer from the heart of Jesus for us. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Bye. Our phone number is 877-534-0780. This is your time to pray. We have time for just one more quick prayer. I'm sorry. Our time is so short. 877 534 0780. Almighty One of Israel, I pray that you would forgive us as Christians for our debts, as even we forgive those who have sinned against us, as we forgive them for their debts. Lord, I know that there can be no peace without forgiveness. For which of us has not been wronged? And which of us has not wronged? We've all been hurt. We've all been scarred by sin. And I'm asking today, Lord, that you would come with healing power. There are some today listening, Lord, who need to step forward with forgiveness for those who have offended them. Would you grant this, Jesus? We have another caller. Welcome. Will you, will you please pray? Yes, please pray. Lord, we come before you humbly through the precious blood of Jesus Christ today, Lord. Father, yes. we're crying out for our nation and we're crying out for the church in America. Oh, God, we need you to move mightily upon our hearts and our minds and upon the hearts and minds of the leaders of this nation, Lord. Bring us all into a humble state, God, that we would begin to look up instead of looking around and looking down and, and pointing fingers, God. Even as President John F. Kennedy stated in his inaugural speech in that famous line where he said, Lord, he said to the people, ask not what your country can do for you, but ask what you can do for your country. Let us not ask you, Lord, what you can do for us, but let us ask you, Lord, today what we can do for you and your kingdom. Let yes. us not ask what our spouse can do for us, but what we can do for our spouse let us not ask what our brother or sister can do for us, but what we can do for them, God. Help us, Lord, to yes. take our eyes off ourselves and put it onto someone else, Lord, in need. God, that we may reach out in love, that we may reach out in compassion, that we may reach out in the nurture and admonition of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and uh, by the authority of the Word of God, Lord. We just ask you to move mightily in the midst, God. Raise up preachers of righteousness. Lord, in this hour, even as uh, that French diplomat back in the 1800s, God, and he was searching for the greatness of America and could not find it until he walked into the church uh, 
Lord, and he saw a man that was uh, preaching uh, the righteousness and of the fire of the Holy Ghost, God. And he said, I found the greatness of America when I found the preachers of righteousness preaching with the fire of God. And that is what made America great. What makes America great? What makes America great, God, is you. You make us great, Lord. No man makes us great. No institution, no party makes us great. It's you that makes us great again, God. And, Lord, if we would turn back to you, you would make us a city that is set on a hill that cannot be hid. Oh, God, help the church in America to wake up and stop playing patty cake, Lord that we would begin to cry out to you, Lord, and that we would begin, as you said, these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They will speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not harm them. And, God, we're uh, walking uh, in a precarious place at this moment, Lord, where we could fall to one side or the other, even as Elijah faced the people of Israel. He said, why be ye halt between two opinions? If God be God, then serve him. And if not, then go ahead and serve Baal and bust hell wide open. But, God, we've chosen to serve you today, God. We're choosing to turn to you by the power of your spirit, Lord. By the power of your spirit, you're making this. It's not by power. It's not by might, but it's by your spirit, saith the Lord. It's by your spirit, God that you are causing the church to come to the place that you need us to be, Lord. God, it'll take a miraculous act, but somehow, some way, God, you'll raise up the right people, and you'll begin to work in the church. And I believe, Lord, it's going to be a grassroots movement. People are going to start praying. People are going to start crying out. And you're going to move once again, and the power of God shall be manifest in your church. The glory of the latter house shall be greater than the glory of the former. And we shall see it with our eyes. The hearing of it shall be in our ears. And the experience of it shall be in our senses, God, that you have showed up on the scene. And we can testify that you are not only an almighty God, but you're an ever-present God with your people. Thank you, Lord, today. We give you praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Brother Tom. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor. God bless you. That phone number, 877-534-0780. Would you call and pray? Please, welcome. Would you pray? Hello, are you there? Hello? Yes, you're on air live. Please pray. Hi. Thank you for having prayer time today on Friday. Um, We pray for the... ACLJ, Father, we lift them up because they help to decipher the issues of the day and tell us the, the views and, and the current, you know, breakdown of of what what is going on with the Supreme Court justice and many other issues. So we ask for resources and steadfastness in them delivering us um, decipherable information. We pray for police reform, whether it, it be continued in the form of a, a national bill, just bring that together, Father, and, and maybe even on the local levels, help them to start tackling it and not just talk about uh, succumbing and, and actually succumbing to prejudice and pettiness. 
and 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 you know retaliatory thinking. We ask that the church leaders will pr- promote and pastors support and pr- participate in weekly prayer meetings where they bring up several things to pray about, not just one, and respect and understanding between the House and Senate members. Respect and good statesmanship, much better statesmanship. And we ask for statesmanlike behavior in the debates and um, to address themselves to the issues and not take personal attacks and uh, help everybody to recognize that they need to vote for the candidate that will, um, you know, lead us to, um, you know, not towards socialism and um, and, and, and that would bring on more city, you know, um, combative fighting in the streets. Father, thank you. There's so many issues. Bring us together with uh, unity and respect, concern and appreciation for this country and the military and the safety we have here. And so many blessings and benefits. Help us to recognize it, be thankful and be humble and be giving you um, thanks. In Christ's name, amen. Lord, we thank you for this time to pray. And my sister's right, there are so many issues. But Lord, there's really only one issue, and that is whether your church will repent and turn from our wicked ways. Yes, God. Yes, Lord, that's Father. the issue. For if you don't heal our land, we cannot be healed, Jesus. That's right, God. That's right. We need you, Lord, to come with mighty power. That's right. So, Lord, I ask you to bless my sister today. Her heart is full you, of all of these things, and we need to pray through each one of them. They're vital. Yes, God. Oh, God. Thank you. Send your spirit to your church. In the name of Jesus, I pray. And we come against evil one. We come against the evil one dividing us. God bless you, sister. Thank you. Thank you for praying. Well, we're out of time for today. We have two minutes left, and there are a couple things I need to say to you. If you're looking for a place where you can go deep, where you can be honest, where you can find Jesus. You're welcome to come to the prayer chapel Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Go to our webpage and there, nationalprayerchapel.com. You'll find the information for where we are at and how you can come. You're welcome just to come and come to the door. It's a house church. It's a small group. It's a safe group. And you're welcome to come if God calls you. It's not a party time. It's not a social time. It's holiness and worship. And you're welcome. I also would like to say, please, we're past the 15th and we're not nearly halfway there with the money in place to pay for the radio. Would you help? Would you go to nationalprayerchapel.com in the upper right-hand corner And it'll open a window where you can contribute online or you can just write. 
Make your check out to National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. We need time to pray. We'll pray again next Friday. We may even add an extra day of prayer next week. I'm thinking that we need to. And we also need to be fasting before November 11. Fasting is a very powerful thing to fast and pray. If you're in HR.